0: What's up, family? What up, what up, Swag with Perk is back. Perk, let me tell you something, bro. Last time I saw you, it was in person. We was in H-Town. Yeah. And I tell you every episode, I miss you, bro. But I'm telling you, I can't stop thinking about the time we had in Houston, homie. Hey, I'm telling you,
1: look, the vibe, the actual show was a great vibe. But the vibe before the vibe was everything. You see Bam. what I'm hey, saying? The, the family, me seeing my nephew, Junior. You know what I'm saying? We back there with our feet kicked up. I've got to come out the sports coat, put on one of your shirts. You know what? We just showing that. And then look. I, I was just look. about to ask you where you got that new drip from. Bro, it's the craziest thing ever. I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe Dan... Dropped yeah, yeah. the or lost the, some caps in the airport and somebody picked them up, right? Or somebody went in his bag and sniped them on his way up. Come to find out, my uncle who works like one of the supervisors of baggage claim at United, my auntie come over and she like, oh, my, yo, uh, your uncle Jeffrey said here you go with, with, with four caps in there. And I'm like, where the hell you get these from? We don't even have these, hey, like, You know what that mean, bro? You know what that mean? <laughs> what that mean? We outside. <laughs> Yeah, hey, hey, look, hey, how you feeling? How you feeling? Cause the world don't know, but you know what I'm yeah, saying. Let, mean, me, you, let me let me let me yeah, let the world know. I went through. I went through about it. I went through about a COVID, though. and I'm um,
0: telling you, bro, it's real. It's real. I'm, everybody out there is real. Um, I'm glad I'm on the other end of it. Uh Family doing well. I've been quarantining. I feel good, man. And and I'm gonna tell you this: the first couple of days, bro, the worst thing for me was the headaches. Mm. Like the headaches was like crazy. I couldn't, I mean, almost to the point where I couldn't even move. What? That's how bad it was, man. Like not physically, but I'm saying it was hurting so bad. I didn't want to do nothing. I just laid
1: down. See, um, and, see, and see, people don't realize, man, is that like when, when you dealing with COVID, you don't know, like, yeah, it's no, it's no, it's no cure. It's no, Oh, you, you You don't know. So the whole time you're dealing with COVID, you're dealing with something that's a virus that's inside of your body and you don't know where
0: it's going to. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. And I'm gonna tell you, man, like, you know, you and I have talked about, about this a bunch. And you know, if you vac- vaccinated, if you're not vaccinated, I tell you this, when I started coming on the other side, I was glad I was. I ain't telling nobody what to do. But sure. I was glad I was, homie.
1: You speaking from experience?
0: I'm speaking from experience because this well was my thank time. God knocking on wood. This was my first experience with it, and um, dude, I'm telling you, it 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 hit me for the first couple of days, but. Man, I'm I'm back on through the grace of God. I'm on the
1: other side of that thing. I'm feeling and, and, good, and that's that's all that matters to me. That's all hey. that matters, to me. <laughs> that's hey, man, all, man. and that's all. I don't even care what you just went through, long as you back on the other side. I'm on, me. Yes, my that's brother. My selfish ways. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey.
0: Be selfish in love. Be right selfish on. in love, now straight up, straight up, man. But dude, we got so much to talk about. So much to talk. Everything been happening. I know cousins and kin folks. We've been gone for a minute. Obviously, y'all know now why. I have with me and Perk I ain't hit the hit the uh, wax in a minute. Obviously, we came out of Houston. It was phenomenal. I was in. Oh, I was in Oklahoma, bro. My my daughter. We we doing the little catch up, cousins and kin folks. Me and me and my me and my bro doing a little catch up. My daughter made the USA U nineteen volleyball team. Wow. They played. They, you see how proud I am. Yes,
1: no, And you supposed, and you supposed to be proud,
0: man. Supposed to, so, so they, she, uh, she made that team. She's fifteen. She made the U nineteen team, playing with a bunch of girls that's gonna be in college next year.
1: You, you heard what he said? Yeah, you yeah. He said. Fifteen. You heard what he said, man. Shout bro. out to you and sis for holding it down, man. I was raising some real ones and some athletes. these holding it down, bro. I look. I know right now you're smiling, you're still happy, but that moment, bro, that had to be like seeing your, your child be successful, dog, and see them going down the right path whether it's sports or whatever. But to, to have that happen at the age of 15, listen, I'm going to tell you this right now. There's only two athletes that I'm hearing that's tearing up the, the whole sports world that are 15 years of age. Is my niece who's your daughter, and it's Carlos Boozer's son that's Booze That you could put both of them, whether whatever class, and it's an argument, it's a debate, and they showing up and showing out.
0: Hey, hey, well, well, bro, you know because you close to it, you know because you close to it. The thing that I love about her, she all about the work, and she a dog perk. She is an absolute <laughs> dog. I'm talking about. Look, look, man, don't, don't get me to talk. We have a whole podcast on it. Hear though. <laughs> But th- but they won gold, they won the Pan American Games. So now next year it's a it's a every year you gotta try out. So she got try out again next year, and then she go overseas. So next year, around this time, I'm gonna be in another country watching her do her thing. Straight but partner, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. When I when she walked out and I saw that spears on the back of that shirt, bro, <laughs> I was
1: too lit. I was too lit. She doing it big. She doing it big. Did you, hey, did you drop a teal though? I did. Yeah. And that's I so- did. I cried. And that's okay. Hey, that's
0: look, look, cool. look! Let, let me tell you what your nephew said. Your what nephew was so funny. You know he, a, Marcus Junior. You know he's stupid. He talking about that. You crying for real, bro? <laughs> you act like she ain't gonna do this again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't wait to get you. He probably could not wait to get you, couldn't but wait, I, <laughs> but you had to do it.
0: I you had, had to, to bro. Do it. I had to. How you in the fam, man? Everybody good? Man,
1: I'm chilling. Man, I've been off. Oh. I've been in you the work, lab you, with before. work though, hey, I, and and it's been it's been it's been lovely. I haven't even thought about getting a hacker. Hey, why, why? <laughs> why, why, why do it? <laughs> well, <Why? laughs> I haven't even thought about getting a hacker. I've been chilling. I've been chilling, <laughs> big bro.
0: And tell nephew then I said, what up? Tell wife and tell man, I said, what's happening? Man, let's get into this thing, bro, because we got a lot to cover and not a lot of time. We going to start immediately where we need to start at. Zion got his deal. And I've been wanting to talk to you about this for a minute because you and I talked about Zion Williamson a while back about his weight, what he was going to need to do to continue to play and have a long career. So now he has a clause in his contract saying he has to stay, I think, below two, 295 or below, or maybe below 295. I don't know if I'm getting the particulars right. <laughs> Why are you looking like that?
1: Bro, like, that's a clause that an offensive lineman have in this contract. And yeah. listen, no no disrespect, bro, but here's the thing. With that clause, that means that and, – and and shout out to whoever Zion went hired. I think he went – I forgot the guy's name, but uh he has some new people in his corner, and you can tell they're doing a, a better and a great job of his marketing and things right. of that nature. So he's trying. So I'm not gonna kill him like I want to, but still in all, we gotta speak the truth. The fact that they had to that his weight causes is at 295 tells me one thing and one thing only that his off-the-court habits are not what they should be. But you know what? I'm glad that I'm glad New Orleans did that to protect themselves. And what people don't realize is this, and I want to get your thoughts. I never had to deal with a weight clause in my contract, but I was teammates with a guy who did have to do one, big Glenn, big baby Day, mm-hmm. And man, I used to see Glenn, <laughs> I used to walk in, bro. I used to walk in <laughs> early in the morning, and no lie, he was in the sauna. With a sweatsuit on on those wind sprint bikes, trying to get below the well, below the weight, because you know, in basketball, you get paid every first and 15th. Or, mm-hmm. you know, if it fall on the weekend, then you get it on that Friday or whatever. Well, the thing is, is this, he had it like every 12th or something like three days before his stuff was posted. The weigh in. Yes. And the way it goes is, is that it's basically, bro. You basically probably I don't know the stipulations of Zion contract, but he might have to weigh in once a month or if not two times a month. And if he ain't meeting under that weight, he might not get paid
0: like at all at all. Oh, my
1: God. Oh, it could go at all. It could go half the pay. But I know, I know, at bare minimum, is half to pay off the muscle. Jesus, bro. So I'll tell you
0: this, man. My experience—I had a weight clause. A lot of dudes in the NFL do big dudes. I had a weight clause in my contract, and it was like fifty-five hundred per pound. You were over, right? So let let's say y- y'all can do the math, cousins and kin folks. But if your weight two eighty and you come in there two ninety, that's fifty thousand dollars sixty thousand dollars you paying yeah that's how i went in the nfl so um but i i just wanted to ask you bro 295 still
1: heavy still heavy so let me that like now now i start to worry about certain things like the longevity of his career Yeah, right like is he gonna is he gonna is he gonna have the is he gonna have the uh is he gonna still have the- Explosiveness and all of that? Well, well, not even that. Like, you think about the longevity, but man, whoever he goes and hires as a chef, like his accountability level is gonna have to be- Bro. Like, all the way through the roof, bro, Two two 295. Like, so that means that, that mean, look, I think me personally, bro, I think Zion needs to be playing at 260, 255 at his height. Okay? But in order for him to get his lettuce, he only got to wait two ninety. Yeah, and in his mind, you could get psyched out and say, "Man, I could play at two ninety. I've been doing. I played at three hundred, and yeah. all of a sudden, that's not good." He got lower by body injuries. I hope, I hope we able to see him in action for an extended period of time. But I'm gonna tell you this: this season right here is gonna say everything and tell us everything that we need to know about this young brother. Right, right. Right, right. right uh, all about him as, a, as, a, as far as his maturityism and his character. Because I'm going to say this to you too. I'm hoping he do make the wait so he get all his letters. But the great Kevin Garnett always told me this. When you watch these upcoming superstars or young superstars, don't watch them before they get their money. Watch how they perform and act. After they get their money, that's what I'm wanting to see. Yeah,
0: I, I just get concerned because to your point, the longevity, bro. And I'm thinking that too, even at 290, even at honestly, perk at 280. And I know some dude's body is different. If Zion was seven one, we wouldn't be talking about it, right? Because you, you that's a different type of body style. But with dude, when you have got a 45 inch vertical, and you 280, and you doing that 82 games a year, and you and you. He plays explosive like all the time. Yes. So it ain't like he ever going out a night where he going to hang around a three point line and just run off screens, he going to be and rebounding. I just hope that we don't get cut short of what I think is going to be a phenomenal NBA career. Yeah. He can get that under control. And Yo, I'll, I'll say this at man
1: 285.
0: Yeah, but and I'll say this. 10. Yes. Yes. But I'll say this, too, bro, as as a as a guy, as a dude that had the battle weight, but also learned like over time through maturity. I hope he get it faster than I do. Man, it's all eating, bro. It's all eating because he's going to be burning enough calories. He's going to be working hard enough. He practicing. He playing games. Like you said, whoever his chef is, if that accountability is there and he start putting the right stuff in his body. Zion gonna take off, and that's what we hoping to see. That's why I'm talking about it like
1: bro, that. But bro, the the temptations oh that's around that New Orleans. the Girl. temptations that's around New Orleans, baby. Them, like,
0: fried, them fried, catfish po' boys and them fried, shrimp po' boys.
1: That fried gator. Oh, fried, it's it's, God. it's it's everything, man. You got the ooey gooey cakes it, and. And the bad part about it, it ain't like you gotta go drive to a specific location. They'll bring it man. to you. No, but they don't ever they don't every... stop. <laughs> it's like gas stations. It's <laughs> on so every stop. So, so so man, you gonna have to he gonna have to have it. I think I think that he's starting to clean up some of the areas that me and you have talked about for as addressing who running the ship and who's doing this and that and I and I and I see it going in the positive direction. Yeah. Especially the way that he signed this contract and things to that nature. But you know what, it don't surprise me when we talk about David Griffin. David Griffin is 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 he stand by his guys. Uh, he stands by his guys, but also he going to make sure he do what's, what's best for the organization yep. As well. Yep.
0: And that, yep. that 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 had to be in there cuz that's the number one concern. Speaking of contracts. All mm-hmm. right. You know, that NFL, you know that NFL season about to kick off. You know I'm finna yeah. be in my zone. I already know. You, you know I'm finna naked.
1: be in my zone. You be too. I go I, Cardinals. I got.
0: <laughs> yeah, speaking yeah. of yeah, I hear you talking about go <laughs> Cardinals with the team where they yeah. have to put in the quarterback contract that he got to watch four hours of film a week. Okay, let's get into this because I'm gonna ask you first, and then I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you
1: my opinion about it.
0: Perk, here's what bothers me about oh. this situation.
1: Oh, and man. I
0: and I want to pose this to you first, bro. Have you ever heard of any contract in the NBA telling a guy what he needed to do as far as
1: preparation? No, no, and 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 and, and it's to, it's to the point. Oh, well, go ahead, dog.
0: No, ahead. I want I want to hear this from you first because I want to hear. I want to hear it from the perspective of somebody that didn't play in the NFL because I understand no, the type no. of preparation they take to get ready for a game no. as a defensive end. Not, that's a quarterback. right? Yes, you, when, when you first
1: heard this, what was your thought? That Kyler Murray has horrible leadership skills. That's the first thing came to my mind. Bro, it's no sugarcoating, it's no other way around. If, you're, if that's in your contract that you're required as the quarterback of the team, which in my opinion is the leader of the team, Yeah, in my opinion, really is the most important position on the team, really the extension of the coaching staff and the head coach and you got your contract that it's required of you to watch four hours of film. So it's, 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 that came to mind. And then another thing came to mind because I always want to hear the other side. And right. I want to give somebody, give Kyler the benefit of the doubt. Kyler may have been watching film. Kyler just may have not been watching film with the coaches. Mm. See what I'm saying? That's the thing that's starting to – that's the thing I think we might be missing. Now, if he just wasn't watching film and showing up, but still in all, I still I still can't – even if he was watching film on his own, I can't agree with that. I can't agree with that. Yeah. You you, you got to be in the lab with your coaches watching film so that y'all can make sure y'all on the same page. Because if y'all not on the same page, then ain't nothing yet y'all trying to accomplish going to be on the same page. So I'm saying to myself, it got to be poor leadership skills somewhere down the line for a quarterback to have that in his contract. All
0: right. Now I got you on that. See, this layered for me because one, if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm pissed off that this went public. That's number one. Uh, Number two is who is his name? Bro, like, I don't know. I, like, I, I, I just, right, bro. Like, like, like I'm just I, asking. How you how get, this stuff leak, dude? I don't know how you get that out in public. He get. I guess it's the same agent that wrote a letter demanding a new contract before the damn season was almost over. So <laughs> I don't know, bro. But, but, but here, here, here is. The, so that's one part of it. The other part of it is Arizona. How, how do you feel confident in the guy that's to your point? And everybody's point—that's supposed to lead your franchise—that you have to mandate he put a certain amount of hours of work in. Come on, man! Like, like on. I, we, we all, we all see Kyler talent. We know that Kyler is talented, but Kyler falls off a cliff at the end of, of of seasons. And then my from from my football mind, I was like, well, by that time, this is what every NFL football player knows. By the time you get to like week eight through the rest of the season, mm-hmm. everybody know what everybody doing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that is when your ability to find these little nuances that give you an advantage really take over. But in my mind, I'm like, is that why he tails off at the end of the year? Because he not put me in the required amount of hours to kind of find that advantage? over his opponents that pretty much already know what the Arizona Cardinals do from mm-hmm. an offensive standpoint, that's one, but that's a hypothetical. That's that's just my thinking. Here's the worst part of this, Perk.
1: Well, you're thinking like 90% of the time be correct. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. like, seriously, it could be your thinking, but 90% of the time Dude. you think it be correct. Just like, I, 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 let, me, let me stop y'all and tell people about swag thinking. Okay, swag thinking, not swag you thinking, swag thinking. Okay, swag pretty much said that Julio Jones was gonna end up where the hell he ended up, and he ended up there. Okay, that's swag thinking. let's Keep going though, keep going. It was, it
0: was clear as day.
1: Um <laughs> it's
0: the, the thing, the thing that really the what really bothers me, man, is that. It's almost like I've always felt like Kyler has had this dismissive attitude mm-hmm. towards things, mm-hmm. like just things in general, right? Like it feels like he just been uber talented for so long and everybody done told him how great he is. Because today, as we do this podcast, I heard him talk about how disappointed he was that the media and the conversation in the media was about this stipulation in his contract, bro. We ain't write your contract, all. and I like and we did, and we damn sure so ain't leaking. It, and why you ain't mad at the Cardinals? And you signed it. So the, it, if if anybody, here's what I'll say, and we in 2022, it's a new we living in a new world. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never thought I'd see today where a contract had to demand work outside of what the normal operating contract is like, bro, how bad of a look is it that your team that just gave you 160 guaranteed first It make the Cardinals look desperate as hell. All right. But on the other side of that is man, you know how much pressure Kyler going to be under if he don't play well? Mm. Because of this, and then he comes out and says that I'm mad at the media for talking about this. Bro, this your
1: house. He is going to get crucified. Bro, if he don't
0: ball, he going to get crucified. Perk, you know what what Kyler did? What Kyler did today is like this. What Kyler did today is like me or your wife coming in the house and telling us that they don't want to be married to us no more. And we go next door to our neighbors who don't got nothing to do with our family. And we <laughs> tell them I'm pissed off as hell at you. Cause my wife want to leave me.
1: Straight up. Like, make, make, no, make that make sense. bro.
0: So I, I just, there was a level of immaturity in the response there's a big issue with your team having to put a stipulation for you to study four hours. And more importantly, now you got to go through a a five-year relationship knowing that your team put this in there and some kind of way, it was released to the general public. My biggest concern is how is this relationship
1: going to look going forward? Because- they better win. Bro, they better bro, win. They, they, they have no choice and no excuse. Like, like bro, I don't want to hear. And I'm a and I'm a and I'm a Cardinals fan. Okay. Yep. We know where my heart resigns, but in my mind, I'm a Cardinal fan. We're not gonna dive into that today, okay? <laughs> We're well, we not, we
0: just not. Let's move on. I know this one close and passionate to your heart about what's going on in that Massachusetts area right now when it concerns (laughs) basketball. So I'm going to give you the mic, and I'm going to let you just go off about this, and then I'll respond after you get done
1: talking. Well, I've been waiting to respond. I've been waiting to respond, and I've been waiting to respond on here, damn it. I ain't saying nothing on my Twitter about it. I ain't saying nothing. I just let it roll off, but damn it, we are here, okay? (sighs) Jalen underappreciated Brown who was the best player in the NBA Finals for the Boston Celtics, i tell you that damn much. He didn't disappear when it got tough. He didn't hide. He was a leader. He talked his talk and backed it up, and he's still standing there. Here's the problem that I have, Swaggo. Here's the problem that I have. Every time it's a trade and it's something that needs to be done, you can't keep bringing up Jalen Brown's name because sooner or later, those apologies and that we love Jalen Brown and that – he ain't going to believe that no more. Matter of fact, he's probably not believing it right yeah, now. Yeah, let's go And I'm going to go out on a limb and say this here, and this is not no hot take. They're going to have to trade Jalen Brown. They're going to have to trade Jalen Brown. Because I feel like as of right now, the trust has been broken. Yep. And we have to always remember this. Danny Ainge drafted Jalen Brown, not Brad Stevens. Not Brad Stevens, yep. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to go even further. Jalen Brown could have been traded for James Harden when he wanted out the Rockets, wanted out of Houston. Me and Danny had an hour conversation about it. Danny said, I ain't trading Jalen Brown for James Harden because he knew his value. his value. Now, now here it is. You didn't offer one of your young, to me, young star in Jalen Brown for Kevin Durant, and now he knows because he reacted on Twitter, shaking my head. It wasn't no rumors. These are facts. Yep. Like if, if if Boston trying to acquire Kevin Durant – and look, I get it, man. It's a business. You're supposed to KD on the market and you think KD can win you a championship in and, and, and the New England area. They call themselves City of Champions. And I know the Celtics franchise is all about hanging banners. I get all that. But why are they so quick to trade Jalen Brown is my question to you. Why are they so quick to trade Jalen Brown? Is Jalen Brown really the the guy that they really should be looking to trade? That's that's what I hey I
0: know it's blasphemous to say it. No, it's not. I, it, no, it's it not. Came, I swear, Brody. It came to my mind. I was like, are they gonna trade the right one?
1: That's what I, that's what I'm saying. But you, but you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. You you basically get the same production out of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But see, Jay, Jason Tatum is the is the Lamborghini with the shiny rims on it? You know what I'm saying? That's that's parked in the garage. Yeah. So when I say that, I mean his game is is splashy. He about to give you the heszy to the step back to the pull up. It's it's pretty fadeaways over both both uh shoulders. But Jalen Brown is that F350. But but Brody, Ooh. I thought I thought Boston
0: embraced
1: the dogs. You thought. see, see but again, Danny Ainge. He's not no longer there. Yeah. Danny Ainge drafted all of those players. Danny Ainge loved Jalen Brown. Danny Ainge didn't give up Jalen Brown for James Harden. Yeah. And James Harden was still in he was the, still rolling. He was still rolling, yeah. bro. So that, like, like like what you thinking about this? Because my my thing is you can't just keep punching JB. B. First of all, he's too intelligent. He's way beyond his time. He he is what our elders used to tell us. He got an old soul. Old soul, bro. So you're not gonna keep just just pulling that, oh Jalen, we love you and all that. Nah, you're not gonna just keep doing that to hey, Jalen bro.
0: Hey, it's over. It's over, bro. Like, listen, because here here's why I say it's over. One, Jalen, what, 26? Yeah. KD 34. Yeah. And like you said, I get the I get the business of basketball. Jalen Brown not only was your best player in the finals, but in Jalen Brown, man, we were in the finals. We just went to the finals. So you're going to trade me for Kevin Durant. And maybe and maybe maybe this is the thought of Brad Stevens. He's going to be the extra what to a championship. Because when I look at that West Perk, it ain't no time to be old. It ain't no time to not have no chemistry. With the Clippers coming back, Golden State coming back, these teams are going to be better. You talk about the East and how they going to get – like, bro, I'm telling you. So it it this is so two-part, but I just – the disrespect. That's what I wanted you to lean in on. The disrespect for Jalen Brown, bro. And this is what always bothers me, okay, you just went to the NBA finals. You just saw this man put in work when your when your number one supposedly superstar was struggling in regards to struggling in context. And you ain't gonna even you you not gonna even hit me up and say there's something we thinking about. Just have some decorum, bro. Like I know it don't go that way, cousins and kid folks. I know it's wishful thinking, but I think there are times and there are situations. When you should probably holler at the dude that's been putting all this work in for your organization, who's performed at a very elite level and say, hey, man, I know this ain't something you're going to want to hear, but we are thinking about trying to acquire Kevin Durant. And if we did, you you probably would be a part of a trade package. Jalen Brown might go on Twitter and flame the Celtics. He might still put shaking my damn head. He might still be mad, but at least he can walk away saying they gave me the respect. Because you know how it go. 10, 15 years from now is what we're talking about. He'll sit down in some interview with somebody and he'll say, man, at least they had enough respect to bring me in the office and say this was something they was thinking about.
1: And you and you preaching nothing but the gospel. See, here's the thing, people think that we rehearsed this, but we didn't. And look, let me tell you why you're right again. And every time you get to thinking, I told you 90% <laughs> of the time that you're right. You know what Danny Ainge used to always say? He used to come in there and tell me and Rondo, hey, I'm going scout for a month. I'm trying to go find somebody that's better than both of you guys. So make sure y'all on y'all game. Respect. Before I got traded from the Boston Celtics, I knew I was getting traded. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was a window of coming up, but guess what? Danny Ainge actually did me a favor, but at least he was upfront about it. You know what I'm saying? And so my thing is, I don't know how the Celtics are going to bounce back from this. I don't know if they can bounce back from this. I don't think they can. Now, I'm with uh, you. I also was a guy when they were struggling. They said that this Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they can't work, right? And they went on to go on one of the best runs, or whatever the case may be, and, and all that. So I don't know. Maybe they they got some 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 things in mind, like a coming to Jesus meeting or something to that nature. But damn it, I don't know. And to be honest with you, and I'm a, I'm gonna say this, and I, and then you could have. It. If I'm Jalen Brown, I might just wanna go. I might, I might. just. Ask- no, I real talk. Ask for one. No, no, I'm tired of it. I might just want to go, bro. Like real yep. talk. Okay, that's how y'all feel. All right, cool. Uh, let's make it happen then. Because, because it ain't like, hey, I will tell
0: you, I had a D line coach in Dallas when I first got there, and he used to tell, he used to tell me all the time, Marcus, I don't worry about my job. I'm a highly employable individual. <laughs> <laughs> like. That's 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 what Jalen Brown is. Yeah, right, bro. Jalen Brown, if Jalen Brown went and requested a trade, I would venture to say he would have as much um attention as KD got right now. Oh, easy. 26, a young button started. Just went to the finals and balled out of his mind. Two-way play, he would have more traction than Donovan Mitch. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah. So look, Jalen Brown. You got two fans on this show. I'm sure you know, you you, yeah, you know. know, you know Big purple fan, but I'm a fan of you, not because of basketball. I, I like everything you stand for, what you've been doing okay. in the community as well. Man, look, I ain't telling you what to do, but it should be some level of respect with you and your organization. And if they ain't giving you that, it need to be a conversation about how we gonna change that or how you gonna get out of there. Perk, I got. We got this one last topic because this topic then pissed me off more than anything. And I thought the I thought the Kyler Murray thing had took the cake for me. I thought, you know, I'm I'm sitting in the bed <laughs> just getting over COVID. I'm I'm looking <laughs> at all my colleagues I, talking about what, football. Once you
1: did this, I
0: knew it was so, a real. So 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 there is this <laughs> there is these reports that keep coming out from this so called Mister Anonymous. OK, these anonymous defensive coordinators in the NFL, one said Lamar Jackson could win the MVP 12 times and he still wouldn't have him as a one. OK, then a couple of days later, a, a Mr. Anonymous comes out and says, Patrick, you take Patrick Mahomes first read away. He turns into a, a regular player. He started playing street ball. I could go so many places with this but i've been pissed off about it so long that i don't want to spend a lot of energy cuz my energy is not high right now i'm just like coming out of the covid um here, here's what i'll say bro <laughs> cuz i'd be i'd be so I, th- this would have me so pissed off here's what i'll hear. say i need to hear lamar jackson has become an easy target for everybody that thinks they know football all right let me just put that out there and I'm not one of the dudes, you know me, I'm not one of them cats that think I, I, I know all the information you need to know about football. Like, I'm, I'm the first to admit, there's some things that I don't know, mm-hmm. okay? But, but the way that this dude is talked about for what he's been able to accomplish in his career is criminal, bro. Because this particular conversation about Lamar Jackson reminds me of the conversations that we were having before they had black quarterbacks starting in the NFL. They oh. can't do this. They can't oh. process information. They oh. don't play the position. They not pocket passes. And I got to make a confession. I even found myself at times saying, you know what? That is the way you got to learn how to play quarterback to win in the NFL. No, sh- you got to be able to throw the ball from the pocket. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing, bro. We, I, I said it before and I'm going to say it right now. I have I have decided as an analyst for ESPN that covers the NFL. I'm not going to keep boxing these dudes in and saying what they should be in order to win games. Okay. Lamar Jackson has won as many games since he became a starter as anybody in the NFL. Okay. You want to criticize him not having a playoff win. Years you remember the years where they would say, Well, he ain't want to playoff. He wins a playoff game, he wins the MVP, he wins a playoff game, and now hey, he gotta he gotta keep going, he gotta win. Yes, every young quarterback got to develop as a pocket passer. Yes, every quarterback continues to get better as they get older. But this conversation around Lamar Jackson is really starting to remind me of the racism that existed when it became about black quarterbacks playing the position and not having enough in the NFL. Don't nobody want to say it, but I'm gonna say it. Because I'm sure when you look at defensive coordinators or or guys that's been around the league in the mm-hmm. in the in the in the in the old the ice age, they all believe that. If you don't play it like Tom Brady and if you don't play it like Aaron Rodgers, who, by the way, is a dual threat quarterback, but let's not even get into that. If you you don't play it like Elway or Marino, who was too, well, Elway was one of the most athletic quarterbacks to ever play his scramble ability. One of Elway's most iconic plays is in the Super Bowl, diving in the end zone after running the football. But don't nobody talk about that. See, this has become about Lamar Jackson being a black quarterback that has won and had success in a different way, and 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 they brains are short circuited. They like computers. That somebody them pull water in their hard drive, and they just out here wilding and saying anything. Okay, so that's the Lamar Jackson part. Then we get the Patrick Mahomes. Now, how the hell you tell me
1: mm. that this man? First of all. <laughs> I thought you said you wasn't going to get worked up, but no, Bro. no. I like this. Nah, don't settle down. This stay, man stay has this have been a league MVP. Yeah. He'd
0: been a Super Bowl MVP. Come on. He won a Super Bowl. He broke the touchdown single season passing record. And somebody had, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, the unmitigated goal. <laughs> To say that this man was not a tier one quarterback, bro. Mr. Anonymous, first of all, it's comedy now, okay? And I'm not even mad at anonymous no more, Perk. I'm gonna give you the mic after this. You know who I'm mad at? I'm mad at the reporter that keep reporting this dumbness. It's dummy. It's it's dummy talk because everybody's watching it. You could criticize every single quarterback. If you wanna criticize Tom Brady, Tom Brady don't do well with pressure in the center of the pocket. If you want to criticize Aaron Rodgers, he can't get back to a Super Bowl. He always loses. He only scored 10 points in the the playoff game against the San Francisco 49ers. You want to criticize Dak Prescott, he can't win the games that, that are most important. You want to criticize Kyler Murray, falls off a cliff at the end of the year. You want to criticize Josh Allen, he throws interceptions at very inopportune times. You want to criticize Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert makes throws that are phenomenal, and then sometimes it seems like he gets gun-shy and don't want to pull the trigger. We could criticize all of them. We could find flaws in every one of their games. You know why we could find flaws? Because the other 11 dudes on the other side of the field good, too. They good, too. People trying to stop them from doing what they doing as well. Yeah. So, man, I just – this Lamar talk, man, look, you can have an analysis – You could talk about what dudes don't do well. All of that is fine. Don't dismiss these two gentlemen, Mr. Anonymous, and this reporter who keep putting Mr. Anonymous out there. We've witnessed how good they are. This ain't something we made up. We done actually seen this. And you got cats that saying this, but you also got dudes reporting. But this is the last piece of energy I'm going to give to Mr. Anonymous and this, this, this reporter from wherever he getting Mister Anonymous quotes from. I ain't giving it no more energy, cause it's a lie. Go ahead, bro.
1: I, I mean, listen. What you just spoke, it wasn't just the gospel; it was the Bible. Okay, <laughs> the, Bible. the whole entire Bible. It was chapters in there. the whole entire thing. and I'm not even I'm not even playing around, bro. Like, here's the thing. The only thing I can add because everything that you just said is facts. I'm gonna say this about the Mr. Anonymous, okay? You you're a coward. I don't I don't deal with anonymous sources. You are a coward, bro. Put your name behind it, put your label behind it, and stand on what you said. And the Mr. Anonymous, whoever the hell it was, a defensive coordinator whatever it's probably why you're going to continue to be just a defensive coordinator and never get the opportunity to actually be a head coach because you're saying dumbass stuff like this okay that's the first thing second thing when i look at lamar jackson and you brought up a great point he don't have to be tradition he don't have to be the, the the person that you want him to be but let's just Let's just say this – let's just hypothetically think of this this situation. What if Lamar Jackson happened to lead, lead the Baltimore Ravens to a Super Bowl and win it all with his style of play? Okay, he's already won the MVP. He's already showed and has changed the game of football. Well, actually, guys are actually going out there drafting dual threat quarterbacks okay Speak so he's on. changed the game to that to that thing lamar jackson if he could put together a couple of super bowls and i'm talking i don't want people to take this out of context uh-huh. Okay, i just want i want people to, to listen listen to me cousins and kid, folks he could have the same effect on football that steph curry had on basketball no question no the question. same exact effect if Lamar Jackson goes out there and win the Super Bowl doing it his way, I don't want to hear nothing else. He's already changed the game for us. Those same scouts and those same people in the front office that was talking noise about him, all I'm seeing is them draft guys like Landry Fields, right? You see him draft. Justin, Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I'm yep, sorry. Yep. Justin Fields. You see a legend field he hooped in the league. Uh, Justin Fields, you 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 see him drafting guys like Justin Herbert, who's Bro, a dual threat quarterback. I was about to say they drafting athleticism now. It don't matter if it's a black quarterback or a white quarterback. Even even, even, even what's the rookie that went number? Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Dual, dual threat quarterback. What's the young fella that's down there, Jack uh Jacksonville that Trevor went Lawrence. number? Trevor Lawrence, dual, dual threat, threat quarterback. So to me. Lamar Jackson has already changed the game, but to take it to another level and shut all the Dollar. critics, no, the haters, when to go win the championship. This thing about the whole thing about Patrick Mahomes, the reporter should be ashamed of himself for even reporting that. Bro, bro. That's, bro. The, that's the thing. The reporter should be ashamed of himself for even reporting that somebody even said that. Because. Well, no, yeah, it. It's, no, no, it's such that, a, it's such a, I need clicks. That, that was, that was, that wasn't even a tape. It, no, man. No, that was, that was, that was, it's boring as hell right now. It's no basketball. It's no football going on. Yep. And no disrespect to baseball. It's cool. Baseball to baseball fans. Kudos to you. But damn it. It ain't basketball and football. Okay. They know that. And, and right. And right now it's just. It's just stale. Yeah. Oh, but let me just let me yeah, let me throw that out oh, there. I so got I, I got one. I got one. I got one like, man, what are we talking about, dog? We we're not about to dive into that. We're not about yeah. to talk about that. We're not about to talk about Patrick Mahomes, but like just a year ago, or a year and a half, two years ago, but We we really it, it's like He were saying he was gonna be the best ever. Like, but 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 again, let me let me say this to the all the young people out there, and I'm gonna say it to, to the old cousins and kin folks. Man, if you go come out and say something and you saying something to a reporter, don't be anonymous. Don't be anonymous, man. Nah, man, that's the coward way of going yeah. by unless you're you try trying
0: uh, to protect somebody. No,
1: yeah, yeah, you, Other than yourself. You've been You saying something, staying on it. Yeah, but you've been anonymous because you don't want people to know how dumb you really are. That's it. And see, see, like even and I'm not, I don't I don't want we we could save this for next week because I know this is about to ruffle your feathers. And I know you've been waiting to get a hold of me. I'm not gonna go there with you right now.
0: Okay. Right. That's
1: just like the whole thing with the Steph Curry and Kobe Bryant. Okay. I know it blew up and I I know people felt some type of way and I wasn't disrespecting Kobe, but I will say this because This is a difference between I had four GMs hit me up Uh about that specific conversation. Conversation. One, it wasn't even a conversation. Mad Dog just asked me a question during the point of a debate, and I took step, right? So, okay, cool. Two of them, two of these general managers said that they're taking Kobe all day, any day. And two general managers told me that they taking steps. Yeah, now I would I would never release those general managers name because that was a private. You conversation protecting them, right? They didn't want. They didn't call me saying say this or say that. They called me to just talk to me. Whether they were saying perk you crazy as hell, we went one of the gyms. We went an hour on the phone together in yeah. good in great conversation. Yeah, but that's the difference. But you just thinking that you go put out something and be anonymous and you think, nah, hell no. It's, no. And, and I feel sorry for the reporter that put it out. But I promise you, bro, no lie. I'm going to be watching football so close this year, I'm always watching because I got to watch NFL live. That's a must. You know it. And you, then, know it. And, uh, you know it. And then on top of that, bro, I'm going to be rooting for Lamar Jackson so hard this year, people ain't gonna even can't even understand. <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to tell you a part no. No, bro, because it's it's getting to the now where
0: it's like, damn, like Bro, I it's understand. getting it's so personal for now, bro. Like that's my problem with it, bro. It all of the stuff towards Lamar Jackson when it don't, if you break it down, I even said last year on TV, Lamar gotta stop throwing these interceptions. Okay. I said that. But you know who else I said that about? I said that about Patrick Mahomes. Pat Mahomes was throwing interceptions. They didn't even know if Josh Allen was going to make it in the NFL. He was throwing so many damn interceptions when he was a young player. I remember that. Like I, I say this. Regardless of what you feel about Lamar Jackson or any quarterback in the NFL, as far as these top tier guys, you could critique them. You could talk about flaws in their game. But don't be dismissive of how great they are. Like, don't don't dismiss the fact that they, they are great football players and they are great quarterbacks.
1: Like, that's no, my problem. And, and, and let, me, let me end on this because, you know, I like to dive into it with you on the football. I stay in my lane, but every now and then I jump in. <laughs> and you can correct me if I'm wrong. But who has been the last three Super Bowl champions? You had the the uh Chiefs, the Chiefs,
0: you had the, the Rams. Buccaneers
1: and the Rams, right? Yep. Okay, let me go back and take you in the time real quick because I know we running low, but I ain't seen you in a minute. And damn it, we just we got gotta to get through it. Come on. Okay, okay. okay. So did Patrick Mahomes just ball out in that Super Bowl game? Nope. Okay. Did Tom Brady just balled out in that Super Bowl game. Now we get to uh, Stafford. Stafford. Okay. We know him and Cooper Cup had that little game limit drop. Yep.
0: OBJ went crazy.
1: Okay. Yep. But it was three possessions. It was three times that they had the ball before there, maybe two in the 50 or on the 48 yard line, and they didn't get downfield. I don't even think they got a first down. You to so, speak on it? So, so my whole thing is, why y'all keep sitting up here saying about and trying to pinpoint about can you win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, yes, you can. You know why? Because I'm going to stand on this on any sport. Defense going to win you championships. And yep. the way that that Buccaneers de- uh, defense did last year against the Chiefs, they didn't know what was coming. And then we just saw Aaron Donald, who I thought personally – Nothing taken away from Cooper Cup. I thought he should have won the MVP. MVP, yep. yep. The takeaways, the sacks, whatever you want. That man came up big to get them the ball back. So made the biggest play of the game. Like, let's just stop with this whole. Oh, it's the quarterback that's winning you these games, man. What I didn't saw over the last three years that these defensive Defense. teams. As yeah. one these teams these championships.
0: Yeah, because if because because I'm a, I'm gonna end it on this brother on this conversation. Because if quarterbacks always won you championships, Aaron Rodgers will have about four. <laughs> All right. So listen, man, I'd have missed you, bro. I'd
1: have missed you. I'm glad we was able to chop it up. And we is that, a, oh, is that a safe? That is one big ass safe back there, though. You see that thing, man. Perk, you know, hey, you know, I be telling folk, don't run in here wrong.
0: If you going to come in here, you better be ready to give your life up. Okay, I, I'm that, I ain't, I, I ain't, I ain't the hardest, I ain't the hardest pit on the block, but you are
1: gonna get bit. You come Straight up in up, this hey, house. Hey, I'm telling you, that's the title right up. Don't be running in here wrong. Don't be running in here wrong, man. Because it, it, it hit everything that we talked about.
0: Hey, I love you, bro. Good shit. I'm glad we got love back at it. Douglas and Kid folks, we have missed y'all. This has been another <laughs> edition of Swaggo and Perk.